Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. How's it going, everybody? Man, thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, we have had such an amazing time looking at the book of Ephesians. And today we'll be picking up in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 6 through 9. This is what Paul says. Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins, for the anger of God will fall on all who disobey him. So here you see Paul talking about God's wrath being poured out. Don't participate in the things these people do. For once you were full of darkness, he's talking to the church, he's talking to believers, once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So there's a contrast. So live as the people of light. Final verse, for this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Let me give you three observations today as we look at these verses of Scripture. The first thing is that Paul gives an imperative statement. He gives a command. He says, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. And in the Greek, this is a picture of being lured into deception. In other words, Paul is saying to them, don't be deceived. Who's he saying not to be deceived of? He's saying don't be deceived of people who make excuses for their sins, who justify their actions, who say, hey, it's my way, it's my thoughts, it's my feelings, it's my opinions. I see no problem with it. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And Paul is talking to this church in Ephesus. He's saying, hey, guys, we're not called to follow after the things of this world. And just because your neighbor or your friend and even a family member, even somebody in church might be participating in something that's not of God, don't be deceived. Don't be lured in with deception and start justifying and making excuses for your actions. He says, hey, we can't do that. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I can be a master of justifying my actions. If I'm upset, if I'm uh, angry, if, if I'm having a tough day, I can justify my thought process. I can justify what's taking place in my mind, what starts to settle in my heart, and what comes out of my mouth. And it's, well, you know, they deserve this, or I'm just in a bad mood. And obviously, sin is so much more than just what we speak. But oftentimes, it comes out of our heart always into what we're saying. Whether somebody is walking in sin sexually or they're walking in sin with pride or whatever it might be, the mouth is always a gauge to be able to see what the indication is and the litmus is of the heart. And Paul's saying, hey, don't follow people who are making excuses for their behavior. Don't justify your ways. We've been called to live differently than that. So the first thing is this, is don't be deceived. It's important for all of us to recognize who are the influences in my life. Am I influencing myself? Are other people influencing myself? And it could be for good, but also it could be for, for danger. Our comparison's not with each other. I'm not trying to live as holy as someone else. I'm trying to live in a way that pleases Christ. Your circle of relationships is extremely important. They can pull you towards or push you away if you allow them. 
right relationships. The second thing is this, don't practice sin, Paul says. He says, don't participate in the things that these people do. What's he saying? Don't make it a way of life. You know, for me, I found where items in my life and, and things in my life where I practice, where I repeat them, it becomes a pattern in my life. Let me give you a glimpse in my mornings. I wake up, and I don't know if you're like me, but I wake up, and man, I'm going to get my coffee. I'm going to get creamer in that coffee. I don't just drink black coffee. I'm not manly enough. I put creamer in it, and I heat it up, and then I pour the coffee on it, and it is spectacular. One of my kids, they like eggs. Another of my kid, they love smoothies, and I start to cook and breakfast for them. It's a pattern. It's a practice for me. I could do it almost blindfolded. I make a mean smoothie and some amazing scrambled eggs. You should come over sometime. But those things have become practices for me, and when you start to practice something, good or bad, it becomes part of your pattern in life. And what's Paul saying here? He's saying, hey, listen, don't justify sin. Don't make excuses for sin. We have a God who is full of love, but he is fully against sin. And every person who's not serving God will be judged with the wrath of the Lord. He says, don't live that way. And then secondly, don't practice things that we're not meant to practice. Practice things that are healthy, that are beneficial, that bring life, not things that bring death. Practice that which is from above and not on this earth. He's telling them, don't participate in these things. And the final thing is this, and this is more positive, as he says, walk in the light. Practice walking in the light. And he gives this imagery that we were once of darkness, but now we've been saved. Somebody say amen. And now we're filled with light. So he says, don't go back to where you came from. Don't go back to darkness, but instead allow the light of Christ to shine through you. And I found in my own life, and I believe you have as well, when you live in a way where your heart is in line with the heart of Christ, not that you're perfect, but you're trying to follow him, you're trying to please him. Lord, I'm searching after you. I'm practicing things that are drawing me close to you, not pushing me away from you. There's no greater place of satisfaction that you can possibly be in. When you surround yourself with godly people that you're doing life with, when you're practicing reading God's word and prayer and worship and coming to church and just getting your heart and your mind fixed on the right things, light starts to illuminate in your heart and your life. In fact, the Bible says that the eye is the indicator of how much light is in us, how our expressions are, who we are, what we say, our countenance, all those things matter. And Paul is giving us these instructions to say, hey, Watch out for bad influences. Don't justify your sin. Don't make excuses for them. Don't practice sin. But hey, this is what I want you to do, and this is what God wants. Practice walking in the light. It will fulfill you, and it will leave a mark on those around you. Let me leave you with this scripture. I love this. Psalm chapter 1, very first Psalm, verse 1 and 2. The writer says, Oh, the joys. I love joy. I love being filled with joy. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around sinners, so this is people they're doing life with, or join with mockers. But those who are filled with joy, their delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law they meditate day and night. Final application. Who your friend group? Who's your circle? 
Who, who's your crowd? Who are you doing life with? Don't justify things that God says are, are wicked and sinful. Second thing is this, walk in the light. And just as Psalm says, as you and I do so, joy will be in our soul. Amen. Lord, we love you. We thank you for our time. Thank you for your amazing word. Thank you for these instructions that Paul gives us. Help us, God, to practice things that are edifying and glorifying to you. Lord, fill us with your joy. May it overflow from our, our being and who we are and make an impact around people who are around us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.